Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Susan Bizzle coming from you, the voice of one crying in the wilderness. We pray ye the way of the Lord on this Saturday. Yes, this Saturday. Well, it's actually Saturday afternoon here on the East Coast. It is 12.28 p.m. Saturday, June the 13th, the year of 2021. Amen. So that's a beautiful Saturday. We have a lot of rain. We've been getting a lot of much-needed rain. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. For every living thing needs water. Amen. So I bless the name of the Lord for that. Glory be to God. I'm here with the Sunday School lesson. Um, to, excuse me. Today is June the 12th. Ah, Saturday, June the 12th. And I'm bringing Sunday, June the 13th, Sunday School lesson. Amen. And our lesson today will be Gideon destroys Baal's altars. And that's going to be very good. Okay, and I, this lesson that I'm bringing today will be coming out of the Sunday School Commentary, the Adult Bible Class, the Summer Quarter. This is the Union Gospel Press. Glory be to God. The Union Gospel Press, large print edition. The summer quarter, June, July, August, 2021. And it looks like this. Amen. So as we get ready to get into this lesson, we'll please turn your Bibles with me to Judges, the sixth chapter. We're going to be starting at verse 25. And I will be reading from the King James Version. Okay. I'm going to give you a little golden text illuminating. For thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself, above all people that are upon the face of the earth. And that's coming from Deuteronomy 7, chapter verse 6. The people of Israel were specially chosen by God. God showed favor upon their nation. He made covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He continued to come through on his promises for generations afterward. He performed miracles for them in front of their unbelieving neighbors, going into a new land and devoting everything in it to destruction would require a lot of courage and dedication for the Israelites. A commitment to trust and obey God in this scenario would be a commitment to drive out the inhabitants of the land and to destroy all of them and their valuables. In the golden text, God explains to his people why he wants them to wipe out the Canaanites so completely. The Israelites were created to be a holy people unto the Lord. They were set apart and commanded to be different from the people around them. There are some parallels in the New Testament where the church is also called God's treasured possession. That's Ephesians 1 verse 14, 
Titus 2, verse 14, 1 Peter 2, verse 9. Believers are called to be holy, to devote their lives, devote their lives to the Lord because he is the one true God. Members of the church today, like the Israelites, can show their devotion to the Lord by forsaking worldly influences in their lives so that they can focus wholeheartedly on serving him. Amen. Our golden text. For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God have chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. Deuteronomy 7 and 6. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let the lesson text today will be coming from Judges chapter 6, verse 25 through 32. Our related scriptures are Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 1 through 6, Exodus chapter 34, verses 10 through 14, and 1 Kings chapter 18, verses 17 through 39. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer. Precious Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to come and we just say thank you. We praise you. We bless you. We worship you, Father God. There is no other God like you, Father, in the name of Jesus. And God, we repent. I repent. And I come to you right now. If there's anything that I may have did, said, or thought, or anything, Father God, that's not pleasing in your sight, that would, that would uh, not be well fitting God for me to uh, that would hinder this lesson from going forth. I do ask you to forgive me Father and I ask you to wash me creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me and God I ask you that the listeners God that this word Father God would fall Father God on good ground and bring forth a harvest 30 fold, 60 fold and 100 fold in the name of Jesus and God, I thank you and I praise you for this word, for your word, God, for it's holy and it's true. And I thank you and I magnify you, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, let this word penetrate our hearts, Father God, and cause us to draw nigh unto you in the name of Jesus. For we know you're the author and the finisher of our faith. And I thank you and I praise you right now. Oh, Father, I thank you, God. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, that this word would cause us to bear more fruit in the name of Jesus and make sure that we are connected to the true vine in order to bear more fruit. And God, we thank you and we just praise you and we give you glory and honor. This is our prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Blessed Holy Spirit. Lord, have your way, sweet Holy Spirit. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly host, yes, stay by my side till the morning 
Yes. Is night sweet holy spirit sweet heavenly hosts. Stand by my side till the morning, the morning is night. I need the Your, your Bibles open to Judges chapter 6 verses 25 through 32. Amen. God, we are in the book of Judges. We know um, we are here. Now, this is the book that's after um, in the Bible is listed after the book of Joshua. This is recounting um, going into the promised land. They are already in the promised land. And um, Moses is gone, Aaron is gone, Joshua is gone. Amen. Caleb is Caleb um, you know, the all of the the adults and now this is a whole new generation. Amen. And they've they've gone away from God. They they are backslidden now. And so through in being backslidden, God has already told them that if you go back, that these um, diseases and plagues and the enemy is going to take take over you because they had a specific commandment when they went in, and that was to destroy the people of the land. Glory be to God. That's why God tells us today, when we become a new creature, we are new creation. That means we are human and we are divine. Glory be to God. We are Christ-like. Glory be to God. And that's the name of my ministry that the Lord gave me years ago. It's Christ-like ministries. Glory be to God. Because now we have a new nature. We have a nature that's superior to the human nature. Glory be to God. And we have to come from amongst them and be separate. And someone will say to me, well, Jesus was with the sinner. Jesus ate at their houses. Yes, he did. But it was to witness. Glory be to God. 
It was to lift up the name of Jesus. He was he was preaching and he was teaching and he was healing folk. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. What a wonderful thing it would be to go to the family reunion. Glory be to God and preach. The Spirit of the Lord come upon you and you preach. Hallelujah. And souls be saved. Hallelujah. He wasn't in there. He wasn't in there drinking a 40 and drinking Everclear and, 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 and doing the Harlem shake and, 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 and the stinky leg and all of that. He wasn't in there doing that. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Ah, yes, so Yes, Lord. And so we see that if we have a new nature, that we are supposed to seek those things that be above. Hallelujah. Where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. We can't bear fruit unless we abide in the true vine. John 15, chapter 15 talks about that true vine. Jesus being the vine, his father being the, the, the husband man, the one that dresses and prunes back the vines and take care of the vineyard. And we are a branch. Glory be to God. But the branch is not greater than the vine. Glory be to God. And the vine, hallelujah, ah, oh my God, is dependent on the dresser. Hallelujah, which is God. Amen. So he's letting us know there is God. Hallelujah. And Jesus is, we, we, we come in here and our life is now hid in Jesus. And Jesus is divine. Glory be to God. If we pull outside of that vine, hallelujah, we can't bear no more fruit. We just like a branch just being cut off, this dried and withered, that's going to be gathered and taken. And these people would take them into their house and burn them as firewood. Glory be to God. So now we're in here and we're in the book of Judges. Because they would go into captivity from these same Canaanites that God had told them to destroy. And so here we see God raising up different judges. And in chapter 6, God is dealing with Gideon. Amen. And we know the angel comes to Gideon and he says that um, and Gideon becomes the next judge. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. He becomes the next judge. And the good thing about that is that God keeps giving them chance after chance, just like he gives us chance after chance. Glory be to God, because he loves us so much. And I know sometimes it's hard to wrap your head around that. Maybe you haven't really had good success in relationships. Maybe you don't have a family where you felt like you were really loved, like you desire to be loved, and people looking for love in all the wrong places, when there's plenty of love. There's plenty of love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son that whosoever will. Let's stop right there and put your name there. Susan. Hallelujah. Would believe on him. Susan would not perish but have everlasting life. For it is the will of God that none perish, but that all might come to repentance. That's why God, oh my God, gives us grace in time and time and time and time. We mess up, he get us out of it. We mess up, he get us out of it. But one day, he's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. Glory be to God. And we don't know when we are doing our last. Glory be to God. Let us not take grace. Oh, my God. 
and, 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 and just take it, but let us use it for what it's, what it's for. Oh, my God, as the last resort, glory be to God. Hallelujah. And let us not just take advantage of grace because just because we got grace, the Bible says it lets us know over there in the book of Romans. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? And Pastor Paul said, God forbid. Glory be to God. Now, let's see what happens over here, because now they've gotten into false worship because they are trying to live like the people around them. They they are called out people, but yet they and called to a higher standard, but yet they want to live down here like the people down here. Glory be to God. You know what it is that God calls you and brings you out, but then you and you're here, and then you desire to still be here in the human nature when you got a spiritual nature that's higher than ah uh, the natural nature of man. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's see what happens and how God calls Gideon. Glory be to God. And let's see. And I want you to go back and reread this at your own leisure time. But let's just talk about this assignment that Gideon gets. Our text this week is something of an interlude. Sandwiched between two much better known and more frequently studied accounts, the call of Gideon to deliver Israel from the Midianites and the dramatic vanishing of the vast Midianite army. Okay, The action in our present passage is preparatory to the main event that follows, but it is as crucial step because God is going to use Gideon so when you go back and read chapter 6 and read chapter 7, now this is the beginning of the call. And then, amen. Now it's going to end up and, and he's going to deliver the people just like Moses brought them out. And the judges are deliverers just like Moses. Glory be to God. And God using them like that to get them out of all of this mess that they've gotten themselves in doing idol trick. The Bible says, thou shall have, Exodus 20, thou shall have no other God before him. But when you keep putting God, the gods of these people that they're living with, they see something and it looks, the grass looks greener on the other side. And they run after all of these fake gods. Amen. And leave the one and true God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So Gideon, um, you can read about him, like I said, in chapter 6 and 7. And it's going to be a mighty deliverance that takes place with Gideon. God is going to use Gideon. Glory be to God. Look at, look in your Bibles. Look at chapter 6. And I'm going to read a little bit of this so we can get a little better understanding of how he got his calling. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. Okay. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel, and because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made them the dens which are in the mountains in caves and strongholds. 
And so it was when Israel had sown that the the Midianites came up and the Amalekites and the children of the east, even they came up against them. And they encamped against them and destroyed the increase of the earth till thou come unto Gaza and left no substance for Israel, neither sheep nor ox nor ass. Basically, this being said that because that they did sin, they did evil in the sight of the Lord, that the enemy was able to come and capture them and put them into servitude for seven years. What they did was they would come and the people were hiding in dens and mountains and caves and strongholds. And whenever they would sow seed, they would come and steal it. Amen. Whenever they would plant their seeds in their gardens. it's Look at verse 3. It said, the Midianites came up and the Amalekites and the children of the east. Even they came up against them. And they encamped against them and destroyed the increase of the earth. See, their 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 seeds, their their crops were were stolen. This till thou till thou come into Gaza and left no substance for them. For Israel neither sheep nor ox nor ass. So they took whatever they wanted to take. Glory be to God. For they came up with their cattle in their tents, and they came as grasshoppers for a multitude for both they and their camels were without number and they entered into the land to destroy it now do you remember when um the in over in the book of um exodus when moses sent the 12 spies into the promised land to spy out the land and the ten came back and they said, we are but grasshoppers in the sight of these people. And Joshua and Caleb's, Caleb said, we are well able to take the land. So now we see the same word that they said coming in the text. Amen. And Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. They were impoverished because they took all of their cattle and whenever any food or any crops, they took, they came and they just plundered. They they came and, and they took what they wanted. They stole whatever they had. They took, they were free to take what they wanted and left them impoverished. And, and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. Now, see, sometimes when things happen, it happens for our good because it makes us see and realize, like I was talking about, about divine and being the branch. See, you, we can bear a lot of fruit because we own the vine, right? But, and, and that's our source. See, because God, our source. And we can't get lifted up in pride and we can't act foolish and we can't be led away with strange doctrines and false doctrines. Because here is the thing. 
When we don't abide in God, Lord have mercy, and we don't abide in the word, then the word don't abide in us. Then we can't bear no fruit. Glory be to God. For these are the chosen people. And God gave them all the land. He told them, but you're going to have to possess the land. Hallelujah. There are lands that we got to possess today. Glory be to God. And we got to take back. And we got to uh, get rid of the enemy that's on our land. And this is spiritual. You see? Now, this was natural for them. But this is spiritual for us. Because they had a physical fight and they had a spiritual fight as well. Because when we do evil, we say we say, and then when we turn and be backslid against God, God is our source. He's our creator and he's the sustainer of our life. And when our life is hid in Christ, and then we decide, well, you know what? You know, we get to feeling ourselves, we get lifted up in pride. <clears throat> I'm bearing all of this fruit. Look at all of my blessings. <coughs> Excuse me. But we can't forget who it is that bought us out of the horrible pit. We can't forget. Hallelujah. That it was God that bought them out of Egypt. And gave them the promised land. Excuse me. <coughs> but they forgot. And they went back. And they relied on what they thought they had done. Amen. That's just like us today. We may have some fruit on our branch. Amen. We may have some bling. Amen. We may be blessed and we prospering and highly favored. But we, if we decide that we are not going to be rooted and grounded, Lord, have mercy. And God, in the word of God, abiding in me. Hallelujah. And we just going to go on our own way. We're going to be turned and lured away after our own lust. Then guess what? Just like they had all of this and now they don't have anything, we would be the same way. See, because you can't say God is my God and then yet you worshiping something else. God is my all in all, but yet you got other stuff here. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You depending on your ancestors. You depending on the witch down the road to get a potion from her. Glory be to God. You gonna use trickery, hallelujah, and sorcery, hallelujah. The Bible say rebellion is as witchcraft. Glory be to God. We can't then we say we born again and we in all types of sin, hallelujah. Glory be to God. And then we can. Because the Bible lets us know what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul. Hallelujah. Look at all this stuff they had. But they turned. They turned their back on the one that bought them out. 
the one that you used to testify about. You remember when we, oh my God, when we got saved and we could, we was up. I thank you, Lord. I thank the Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. God is good to me. God blessing me. God is the one that's keeping me. Yeah, it's God. I love God and he loved me. Then, one next thing we know, if we are not careful, we back in the same pig pen, like a dog eating his vomit again, gone back to those same things again. And when trouble hit, when that when 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 that fist coming to bam, then we begin to cry back out. Forgive me, Lord. Restore me. Save me. Deliver me. Glory be to God. And we got a God that will do it. But what if you die in your sin, in your evil doing? What if something come upon you and you don't get a chance to repent. What if God withdraw grace and mercy from you? Hallelujah. We see it every day. Taking chances. That we just going to make it back. What if we don't make it back? What happens if we don't make it back? Glory be to God. Ah, la my shock. They talk about people playing Russian roulette. What if we don't make it back? We've left five times. And the Bible lets us know when that spirit searches and he wanders around and he can't find a home and he go back. But let me go back to the house that I was in and he find it swept. And garnish. And then he go and take seven more, more wicked than he is. Making that state of that man worse than it was before. My God. Our soul, which is the most valuable thing we got. We just sell it to the highest bidder. And this is what they did. My God. They put a price on Jesus' hand. 30 pieces of silver. And Judas went for it. He had everything he would ever need with Christ. But greedily, he ran after that like Balaam. Hallelujah. We got to guard this precious, precious treasure in earthen vessels. We got to guard it because our life depends on it. Glory be to God. Make our stand of righteousness.
and stay there. The Bible says we're not supposed to put our hand to the gospel plow and look back. For the one that do that is not fit for the kingdom of heaven. My God. Go over there and look in the book of Hebrews. And get to talking about that great cloud of witnesses. My God. Hallelujah. Then let's see what's going on. They begin, the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. Because that's the only help that we got coming. There is no other help. And it came to pass when the children of Israel cried to the Lord because of the Midianites, that the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus said the Lord God of Israel, I bought you up from Egypt. And brought you forth out of the house of bondage. And I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians. And out of the hand of all that oppressed you. And drove them, drove them out from before you. And gave you their land. And I said unto you. I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites. In whose land ye dwell. But ye have not obeyed my voice. Wow. Do you realize that the slavery of Egypt, the Egyptians and the devil met that they would never be released from that? My God. You know, in, 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 in the wake, as I've been dealing with this and God was showing me, you know, because you got to remember that they did the Jews built the wealth of Egypt to where it was. They never planned on letting them go. My God, when we think of the slavery of Hitler and, and all the execution and everything, and they were in prison, he never planned on letting any of them any of those Jews escape. When we look at the slavery in the U.S. and around the world with dealing with the African, it never was supposed to end. Glory be to God. When you think about that, but God in his loving self, Brought them out of Egypt with a strong hand. My God. And brought them out wealthily. They were all healed. They, oh my God. They were all healed. Their clothes and shoes did not wear out. There was not one feeble person among them. My God, what is it today that you've been testifying about that God bought you out of? He bought us out of too much for us to now turn our back and say it was the prophet that bought me out. What? My pastor bought. Are you kidding me? They didn't even know you then. 
Hallelujah. The hand of God been on me all my life. This, this person over here, they may have sown and watered me, but God gave the increase. And they couldn't even do it except God allowed them to do it. The creature is never greater than the creator. How would you make a cake today? You make a cake. You put the flour in the eggs, the butter, you, you the vanilla, whatever you, kind of cake you make. You say, well, I think I'll make a cake today. You make a cake, put it in the oven and bake it. Take it out, frost it, put strawberries on it, whatever type of cake you're making. How can the cake now say, I made you? Do you know if that cake was to open up his mouth and say, I made you? And you going to serve me? What would you say? You Well, first of all, once you got what you got off of being, being just truly amazed that this cake was talking, you take that knife and boy, you go to work on that cake. You, what? I put you together and made you. But this is what these people were doing with the false god. They were making the asterisk. They were worshiping Baal. They were making stuff that you worship. How in the, why in the world would I make a cake and worship the cake? Oh, most gracious and mighty cake. Do you see how foolish that looks? Glory be to God. Come on. Let's, let's talk about this a little bit more. We talk about in the book of, of Esther, we talk about Queen Vesta being replaced and Queen Esther put in her place. And Esther was promoted to queen in her place. So we are talking about that, that, that God, this great land, this land of plenty that they were living in. God removed them and put you in there. You being a tiny nation compared to these people. That all this land is yours. That he promised Abram that he was going to give to his seed. When Abram didn't even have a child yet. Glory be to God. And for them to walk away from God. That's just like us walking away from God. Hallelujah. Why would we do it? Glory be to God. Because it brings nothing but trouble. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Look at verse 11. And there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak, which was an ophir, that pertaineth unto Joash, Abernot, the Aberite. And his son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, 
Why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up out, bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. <laughs> and he said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, then show me a sign that thou talkest with me. Depart not hence, I pray thee, until I come unto thee and bring forth my present and set it before thee. And he said, I will tarry until thou come again. And Gideon went in and made ready a kid and unleavened cakes of an ephah of flour. The flesh he put in a basket and he put the broth in a pot and brought it out unto him under the oak and presented it. And the angel of God said unto him, Take the flesh and the unleavened cakes and lay them upon this rock and pour out the broth. And he did so. Then the angel of the Lord put forth the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the flesh and the unleavened cakes. And there rose up fire out of the rock and consumed the flesh, the unleavened cakes. Then the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. You see, because now God see us all the time. We are born for a purpose. We have a manifested destiny. Glory be to God. To show forth the praises of God. And we lower hammers regardless of what happens in our life. Regardless of what state we find ourselves in. If we repent and cry out to God. Hallelujah. Ah, yes, Lord. And come before him with weeping and rend our hearts and not our garments. God, we have mercy on us. Now here's Gideon. Him and his father, they threshing wheat. What little bit they got, they trying to hide it so the Midianites can't see it. And here comes the angel of the Lord. That's just like God and his good self. And he begins to talk to him. And he said unto Gideon, Lord, have mercy. The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Now, you might not feel like a mighty man of valor. He's here. He's the they, they poor. He said, well, wait, you know, I'm poor. I'm the least of my family. You know, Manasseh, and we the least. And, you know, we poor. We ain't barely got much. How can you say the Lord is, is with me? How would you call me a mighty man of valor? Because I haven't really done anything yet. 
But isn't it amazing that, Lord have mercy, I, I, let, let me just say this. We see that every time that God calls someone, the first thing that comes out of the mouth is, I'm not qualified and I'm not worthy of this. We see it with Moses. We see it with Jeremiah. We see it with Apostle Paul. We, we, you see, we see it in the cause. Because the first thing we do in the presence of a holy, ah, Shama, the presence of a holy, eh, yes, sir, a holy God, my God from Zion, is look at ourselves, my God. And we see how insignificant, my God, we see how, how high and holy that, 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 that he is. And it makes us come and say, I, I, what Isaiah say, I'm a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of unclean people with unclean lips. Holy, holy, holy. You see? Ah, that's the first thing. All this glory and that's how, you know, ah, when the Lord, sometimes have you ever been in the presence of God and you just find yourself and you were standing and maybe now you land and maybe you, you hear and, and, and people hollering about, yo, what's up, dog? What's up? Me and God be right. What's up, dog? And, and, and what, what's up, big, big boss? And, and I just be thinking to myself, well, we must be talking to, we must be talking to different gods. Because God is a ah, God is a holy God. Let's go back and we can even look in the book of Revelation. My God. John was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And God called him up and began to show him head. <clears throat> look how weak he was. Go over there and, and look at Ezekiel. He said. And, 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 and when you come and here is the angel from the Lord. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We think about when the angel went to Mary. We think about when the angel showed herself to the priest Zechariah. Glory be to God. Ha. Ah. Look at the angel that came to Daniel. Glory be to God. When we mean business with God. Hallelujah. God have a plan and a destiny for all of us. He told Jeremiah in chapter 1. He said, I knew you before you was even formed in your mother's womb. I knew you. I anointed you. I ordained you as a prophet to the world, to the nations. My God. So it ain't no need of us being jealous of one another. Ain't no need of being envious of another one, not one of us. Because God made me like he wanted to make me. The world may come in and tell us, well, you are not worthy. The world tell you you're not worthy. Ah, God never said you weren't worthy. The world did. And they begin to put their hands all on you and shape you into the image of the world. And they begin to put their mouth on you and hammer you into two places and boxes and shelves and closets and all of this type of stuff. 
but God made me who I am by the what the Apostle Paul by the by the Lord hammers by the grace and the will of God. I am who I am. And you are who you are. And he's saying to get in. Get in like look, we we get we mighty man of valor. We got the high to, to to even be able to get this this wheat thresh so we can have something to eat. <laughs> These millionites are everywhere. I don't feel like a my I, I don't my I don't feel like a mighty man of value. A valor. Glory. King David anointed king. My God. Jeremiah a prophet to the nation. Moses said, What go go to tell go tell Pharaoh? Well, you know, I can't even talk. Glory. Hallelujah. And 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 this was interesting in verse 13, because Gideon said, If the Lord be with us, why has all of this befallen us? Where 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 is all the wonders and the miracles that God did? They told us how God did this and bought them out and how God protected them and fed them manna in the wilderness. Well, where is all of that at? Good question. Because people are asking the same thing today in 2021. They were asking it last year and the year before that. Last year when, when the, the COVID-19, the pandemic. Well, where is your God at? If you say God a healer, why God not healing? If you say God do this, why is this not happening? You see? Because sin lied at the gate. Glory be to God. Because God is healing. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. There are some people that did get healed. There are some people that went to glory and got healed. Ah, yes, sir. The tree of life. Mm. The leaves for the healing of the nation. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, God ain't saving nobody. That's just because you may not see it. But there's somebody being saved. The body of Christ is increasing. That reminds me of Elijah. When Elijah was over here. And God said, he was like, it's me and me only left. And God said, no, you, you're not the only one left. What was it, 7,000 or so? He said they had not bowed, they need a bell. Glory be to God. Because the enemy wants you to think it's just you. It ain't just you. We are body of believers. Hallelujah. People want, I, sometimes we say, well, our children, I say, they want to see all the miracles. They want to see somebody get healed. They want to see somebody's situation change. They want to see somebody's marriage be restored. They want to see somebody heal from cancer. 
glory. And that's what he say. They going to see all of that when you do what you're supposed to do. Because you're going to be the miracle worker in this. God had chosen you so that this what you said we want to see, we finna see it. How they going to see it? When you obey God. Hallelujah. He said, if I be if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. He told me to lift them up. Hallelujah. He told me to be the light when I be the change that I want to see. This is what he's telling him. And, and Gideon is, is saying, where is all of the miracles at? Where is all of this stuff at that we didn't, they didn't told us? How God bought them out and Pharaoh drowned in the Red Sea. These people taking everything we got. We can barely even make it. Well, I'm glad you asked that question today. You who are listening to this, I'm glad you asked that question. When you and I obey God, when you and I walk uh, in integrity, when you and I be the light, when you and I be the salt, hallelujah, when you and I be Christ-like, we going to see it. Hallelujah. Did you see how all of these crises have, have come up? Throughout the Bible, we see all the crises, and we see God show up in the crisis. If there was no crisis, you wouldn't need a miracle. If there was nothing wrong, then you wouldn't need to be healed. Glory be to God. Now, they had been told, because they was taught, they were told to tell one another, a generation, to train your children up, generation, tell them about the goodness of the Lord. Remember, excuse me, when they had to leave the stones in the Jordan, so when they would see this would be a memorial. This is where we crossed over into the promised land. This is what God did for us over here. Over here, this was when God did this, showing the relationship with them. Glory be to God. And the Lord said to him, verse 16, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. He said, You get in, man, that God didn't chose. Ding, 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 get in. Come on up. You are the next contestant. You are the next judge. You're the next deliverer. <laughs> yeah, amen. Hallelujah. Because it only takes one to get the fire started. It only takes one in a family. Hallelujah. Only takes one <coughs> to stand up and say, I'll, I'll do it. Look at Joseph. Look at Abel. Leave your kindred, and I'm going to show you what to do. Amen. It only takes one. Will you be the one? 
So he cooked some food and, and the angel had him lay it on the rock and, and, and pulled the broth over it and everything. And he took the staff and he touched it. And it was fire. My God. Look at verse 21. Then the angel of the Lord put forth the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the flesh and the unleavened cake. And there rose up fire out of the rock and consumed the flesh and the unleavened cakes. Then the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. Don't we see that happening with Abraham when he made the altar? Didn't we see this with Elijah when he went up against the prophets of Baal? Didn't we see this fire? God is a God of fire. Hallelujah. He's an all-consuming fire. Glory be to God. Verse 22. And when Gideon perceived that he was an angel of the Lord, Gideon said, Alas, O my God, for because I have seen an angel of the Lord face to face. And the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee. Fear not, thou shalt not die. Because it would believe if they saw God face to face. If they if they saw this, the, the, the angels and they saw God face to face, that they would die. Then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord and called it Jehovah Shalom. Unto this day it is yet in Oprah of the Abelites. And it came to pass... Now, this is where our printed text began. And it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Take thy father's young bullock, even the second bullock of seven years old, and throw down the altar of Baal that thy father had, and cut down the grove that is by it. Okay? Now, this is the same night that the angel showed up. And said, you are, you, you, you are a mighty man of valor. See, because you get the assignment ahead of time. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And I, 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 I'm, I'm thankful, you know, for, um, you know, God sending you a word or sending a prophet to you. Because when it comes, it's going to declare the will of God. Amen. I, You know, if a prophet say, well, I see you blessed. You know, and sometimes you be like, and? You know, because we already know that we're going to be blessed. If we live right, we already know, we, we keep his commandments. We know we're going to be blessed. You know, and, and because when that word comes, and 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 uh, like here, he said, "Thou mighty man of valor." And and Gideon asks questions and asks for a sign. See, he asks to see a sign. Did I know that I'm talking to you? What's this sign? We know that Jacob wrestled with the angel, and he had a hollow, 
and, and had a limp in his leg. Pastor Paul, he said he had a thorn in his flesh. This he be exalted above measure because of all the revelations that God was given unto him. See, because when we've been in the presence with God, then we're going to look like it. They're going to be a sign. Glory be to God. You know, and